When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is Monday, October 3rd, and I am trying to record this for the third time right now. Um, it's just been a glutton of uh, uh, technical issues. <clears throat> Let's start out with Credit Suisse. That is what everyone is talking about. The symbol is CS. I am not live on YouTube, by the way. Just too many issues trying to get that up and running, but I'll, I'll figure it out. I know we're on day three, but uh, trying to figure it out is just mm, podcast is more important than YouTube Live at this point. But Credit Suite CS is the symbol. Uh, they announced over the weekend that they will restructure. They're trying to convince investors that they won't go insolvent, but rumors were around all weekend. <clears throat> the bank CEO sent out a memo on fi- Friday. And it reminded, the language in it reminded people of Lehman. Uh, there's no evidence that they're going to go insolvent. October 27th, they will release earnings. Um, and that may indicate that there are issues with the bank. It might come up sooner than later. Uh, there are experts that are saying uh, there will be a bailout. And if the bailout happens, it probably won't be the U.S. But they are saying it probably would be the Swiss government. Um they had a large, uh, a lo- there were our Kagos, which was the big paramount um, global uh, the streaming services where he took out a whole bunch of leveraged loans that kind of fell apart, lost a bunch of money, blah, blah, blah. Um, Credit Suisse was the big loser in that. Uh, I think they were with Melvin Capital, but there were about four or five big hedge fund um, insolvencies that happened, uh, Melvin Capital, that, that Credit Suisse was involved in. And so their insolvency rumors is not um, unfounded, but it's unlikely. Uh, the U.S. Fed, when they do their stress tests on banks to, um, to look at their capital structure and everything, um, they just did it a few months ago, and Credit Suisse passed, but that was the U.S. portion. There might be some international bank portion um, that might not pass. It is down 61% year-to-date, trading well below its book value. Uh, There is a gamble available here. It's trading at $3.80. It completely could be a... uh, a gamble for some of the uh, the younger folks who might want to roll the dice on this one, if you will. Uh, I personally am not putting any money into it right now. The MACD has not crossed up. I was just trying to show this on YouTube, and it's unfortunate that I can't show it. But the MACD on a four-hour chart, it's slightly, slightly um, uh, dislodged from the strike line. It looks like it's going... Uh, more vertically, or I'm sorry, horizontally than vertically. Um, and the RSI is at 26. So it's oversold. It's definitely got some issues. But I don't think that this one um, right now warrants you buying it. Maybe later in the week it might. 
but right now I just don't see it moving up. Um, the algorithm loses you 28% on this one. Uh, buying and holding loses you 61%. Year to date, it is down again, 61%. Um, so that's the big story of the weekend is that that's, that's a major, th- again, this would be a huge, huge blow. Uh, another major story that happened Friday is, or last week is the, um, the, the, the English pound and how the, uh, British government is going back, um, to quantitative easing by buying their own bonds. They needed to do it because they were going to, um, default on some pensions. Uh, their, their economy was significantly in, in, in turmoil. Um, there was also, and this is funny. There was a tax um, a law that was going to go in place that was being proposed by the new prime minister. And if you want to watch it, there's a great John Oliver episode from last night where just the beginning part is about England. And the prime minister announced, yeah, we're going to give tax breaks to the wealthy because of trickle down. Well, it just doesn't work that way. And even her own party was against her um, on that one you know, and and it was funny. There was an interview, and one of the people in her own party said, "Yeah, if you like the poor, this doesn't work for the poor." And and so you know, there was a lot of backlash. She went missing. Uh, the prime minister just went missing to the point where a newspaper, uh, one of the major uh, tabloids in um in the UK, put out a um, "Have you seen this this prime minister?" Kind of that was the front page. So she's not doing very well um, in her first month on the job. Uh, But that was the other major story from last week. There was another major story that I've told you guys about. And that is that OPEC may be cutting their production. Uh, Over the weekend, it got a little more clear that they may cut their production by 1 million barrels a day. Um, There was a tweet from one of the congressmen in the U.S. today that said, hey, if you do that, um, and Saudi is leading the charge on this one. If you do that, Congress will not supply you with airplanes. They will not supply you with parts. They will cut you off. Um, and so Saudis are being threatened in that respect. Now, here's the thing. The Saudis are saying, hey, the price of oil internationally has been manipulated by the U.S. and by others with using strategic um, reserves. Uh, and that is true. I've talked about this before. The Biden administration released those strategic reserves, not from an emergency standpoint, just from a price standpoint. And it was 100% because the elections were coming up. There is no if, ands, or buts. They wanted to help people. I get that. But that emergency strategic reserve is is, is really just used for, hey, um, we had a pipeline go down. Hey, we had a, um, you know, there was a major shutdown of oil because of terrorism, something of that sort. Um, it's not to be used as just to get the price down. Now, the price globally has gone down. If for some reason um, uh, Russia is back on the market, they just haven't been a, um, a reliable source. So uh, Nord Stream also, uh, the Nord Stream 2, got shut down over the weekend. Um, there's nothing going there. So you've got a, a good amount of oil. Devon, Oxy, above 60. Let's look at Devon right now. Um, Devon is at 64.25, up 6.85%. Uh, Oxy, 
is at 64.29, up 4.62 percent. Chevron had a cross up, and we, by the way, uh, Oxy uh, cross up 61.22. Devon, let's look at Devon. Um, it didn't have a cross up, I believe it did. Yes, yeah, $60.69. Uh, the other one that had a cross up, CVX, which is Chevron, had a cross up, and it is up um, at 149. I said 150 was the pivot point for this one. 143.89 on Friday or this morning's candle at open was the, uh, the the purchase price. Again, you can't time these things, and the algorithm is always kind of screwy. You're seeing a run on energy right now. Uh, one of the things that you're not seeing a run on energy is boil. Boil is down today. Uh, you did have a cross up here on Friday at 53.02, and you're trading at 47.80. That's boil. B O I L. You, you, you know, we've ridden this one from 40s all the way up to 100s. It's back down at 47. Now, the other one that we've talked about, which is an asset that has just trades on futures, it has no asset price, is uh, UCO. And UCO, we haven't talked about this one in a while. It had a cross up on Friday at 2794. You're at 2856. I think you're going to 30 on this one. I think you're going to 30 on this one because I do think, you know, again, if OPEC cuts production of this one, of oil, then you're going to see the supply come down. That's a huge, huge one. Uh, this was telegraphed all last week. I've been telling you buy long on oil, buy long on energy. Devin and Oxy, I said buy under 60. Uh, it's over 60. So I would be looking to sell on weakness. It doesn't have weakness today. Absolutely does not have weeklies today. Viper, which is V-N-M-N. Uh, Viper, which V-N-O-M. I always call it Venom, but Viper. V-N-O-M. Uh, actual cross up here at $27.99. It's at $30.10. Tom, Tom absolutely called this one 100%. Dividend is huge on this one. Um, dividend is not coming up anytime soon. It already passed its dividend X date, but all of these earnings are coming up early November, late, uh, late October. So you're looking at uh, additional, um, additional caveat, additional catalysts on this one. Uh, but energy is up again. Remember our energy plays. I'm sc scrolling back in my notes to see the energy plays. Um, energy plays are, do, 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 where are my energy plays? Um, cause I'm just going to go over the, uh, you know, LNG is one. I know let's look at Chenier real quick. LNG because, um, again, boil is down is LNG down. We had that cross up. You're up at 171. You had a cross up here at 164. You're at 171. So it hasn't shot up. You haven't made your 10%. The earnings are coming up November 2nd. So remember uh, all of those energy plays, we, we've talked about it. CVX, you know, ConocoPhillips, COP, Exxon. Um, I could probably do them by, by, by heart right now just from memory. COP up at 1079. This had a cross up at 102.42. That means you're up, what, 4 or 5% already since that cross up. Um, your last purchase on Oxy, you made a 20% gain. You just have to be kind of, you know, again, this is a pullback. 
the threats of a recession are what has been pulling this down. Um, the easing of the two-year uh, bond rate is what's making it go up. Uh, overall, from a market standpoint, I would still stick with your uh, SQQQ, with your, uh, uh, let's see, the, the, the Bears, SPXU, uh, SQQQ, SARK. The ARKs are up today, I believe. Let me look at the ARKs real quick. Um, in my portfolio, arcs are kind of flat. They're not way up, but S A R K, you know, the 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 S and P is up one point five five percent, and the arcs are the 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 Nasdaq is up one point one two, but arcs aren't up. Go figure, go figure that one. Um, the other news of the morning, by the way, is Kim Kardashian. Uh, and I'm not a big Kardashian fan. I, I think they're, they suck the life out of America, if you want to know the truth. Uh, but I do agree with Kim on this one. Uh, I don't think she should have been prosecuted. Um, but she was charged and settled a charge by the SEC in relating to um, uh, cryptocurrency. She promoted a coin, uh, ETH Max, um, and she said, hey, buy this one, blah, blah, blah. She hashtagged it on her Instagram and on her Twitter with ad at the end. But there's a 1930s law that the SEC is using to charge her that says that they have to disclose the price they were paid to promote that, that asset, um, that security. And, and security is key because if they are saying that uh, cryptocurrency is a security, then the SEC has uh, jurisdiction over it. Now, uh, Kardashian essentially settled this because she didn't want it prolonged. She didn't want it going out uh, for a long time. So she settled. The SEC kind of accepted. She paid her fine. It's a million dollars. That's nothing to, to, to Kim Kardashian. That's an afternoon of just typing a tweet. So she doesn't care too much about the dollar amount. She wants to get this behind her. It gets her name in the news, which she loves. Um, she has some people saying, hey, she's in the right on this one. So she's taking the high road, blah, blah, blah. It's all good for her. Eh, I don't know. You know, again, cryptocurrencies are, are kind of hit. I, I attended a workshop on Friday um, from the high net worth group that I'm in um, on cryptocurrencies. And three of the presenters, very well-known people in the crypto uh, space. Um, some run magazines, some run hedge funds, but three specific people, I won't get into who. but they. Um, they put on this workshop, and again, the, the high net worth group that I'm in is kind of exclusive. I think there's about four or 500 members, maybe it's 700. I talked about it before. Um, longangle.com if, or .net. Longangle is the group if you want to look it up. Um, it's out there if you, you have a net worth. Um, you know, Let me know. I can invite you, or you can apply right on the website, I believe. Uh, you do have to go through an interview process and provide them proof of net worth, so it's not like you can kind of fake it. Um, but you do have to have, I think you do have to be referred by somebody. So if you have net worth, let me know. Uh, but again, uh, cryptocurrency, just be careful. I, I do have some money in GBTC and we talk about ETHE, GBTC. Those are the only two that I'm in. Yeah. You can, you can kind of do your own research, but those are the ones that I trade. Uh, there was a great article over the weekend from a reform broker, Josh Brown. Um, and I'm a fan of his, 
but it was a great article I posted on Twitter. It is about creating all of this um, net worth, creating millionaires overnight, basically over the last five, six years, and how you did it, how the top net or uh, top one percent lived off of cheap money, meaning that if you had a uh, a portfolio, if you had real estate, if you had anything. Banks were literally just giving you money and saying, we don't care what you do with it. Just go out and, and live on it. Um, so you could get a loan for one, two percent, um, you know, even less than that and make your 10 percent in the stock market and bring home nine percent, you know, gain. Just put it in, into an ETF making 10 percent. And, and you were able to do this and it made the rich very happy. Um, now he says, hey, uh, things have to get evened out. Um, liquidity has to get off the market, blah, blah, blah. Great article. I posted it on Twitter. If you want a good read, it probably takes about five, 10 minutes to read through, but it is a fantastic view of overall where we're at and where we're going. Um, he doesn't exact, you know, again, nobody knows exactly where we're going. If anybody could tell the, the future, they, you know, even Warren Buffett isn't throwing money at this market and saying, Hey, I know exactly where we're going. He's throwing money in strategic places like Oxy, um, like Apple, like Bank of America. He's throwing money in there uh, and, and talking about Bank of America and Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs had a cross-up. I'll look at the cross-up. But remember, anything under 300 on this one, and you're at 294. The, the book value of this one is 301. So anything under 300 is a great, great buy on this. Goldman Sachs. Um, we ran this one all the way from 300 last time, uh, to, uh, 330, 340, somewhere over in that neighborhood. Maybe it was 350. Um, the last trade that you had, this was, uh, the, the, the good trade was July 15th. I said, Hey, under 300, buy it. Um, there were a couple of buys in here under 300 that you could have done. And you wrote it all the way up to 350 by the, um, mid August. Now it's down at 300. It's got uh, some volume shelves here. Let me pull back this volume shelf here to see exactly. We're going to go to the August highs there. Uh, volume shelf here, support level right at about 300. I think 300 is where it's going to be at. Uh, do you lose in a, a downward trending market? Absolutely. But this is just a bounce. Today is just a bounce, and hopefully we hold, but uh, you know, who knows? But I do think Goldman Sachs at book value at, at 200 is a great, great buy. Um, I think uh, from what I know of banks, book value, um, you know, even Credit Suisse is uh, below book value. If you look at Bank of America, I think they're above book value. Let's look at Bank of America because I like Bank of America under 30 as well. Bank of America is trading at 3061. Book value is 29.55. So if you can get it under twenty nine fifty five, have at it. Buy it under book value. Um, City City has some structural problems, but um, their book value is ninety two seventy two. They're trading at forty one dollars. There's some other issues with City. Um, Wells Fargo WFC is the uh, the the symbol. Their book value is forty one. They're trading right at book value. So City's the only one that's trading significantly below, but they do have some structural issues around them. Uh, speaking of cryptocurrency, by the way, with Kim Kardashian, Coinbase over the weekend, there was some, uh, some things about Coinbase not, um, 
providing people the ability to buy and sell. So something to watch at Coinbase. Let me see if it had a MACD cross up anytime soon. Um, it did today actually at, let's see, 63.76. 63.76 was the cross up. I'm sorry, 60. Let me see. Let me move this. 65.73. 65.73 on Friday. They have earnings coming up on November 8th. 65.73 was the cross up and that was Friday. Um, let's talk about some other scans that I really, really like. United Healthcare. I said, hey, wait for United Healthcare to come down to 500. It never did, but it got a MACD cross up here uh, at, let's see. Uh, my, it's not that my computer's slow. It's that these numbers are all syncing together because it's had so many cross-ups and cross-downs. 513.06 was the cross-up. 513.06 was the cross-up. Uh, now, United Healthcare, the algorithm makes you 43%. Buying and holding makes you 61%. The average win is only 6%. I say anything around 500 by, by United Healthcare. It is super, super expensive from a PE perspective. Um, from a PE perspective, it's 26 is the PE forward PE of 20. So it, it is expensive, but you're paying for a, a world-class leading healthcare organization. Uh, I like it. I like, I like it a lot. I've talked about it. AMD. We've talked about, uh, AMD. I think I hold this at God, 83. It's up 3% today. It had a MACD cross up here. Um, this morning, it does not have a price. The last purchase was 67.15, and that was a sellout quickly in the next candle. You've got earnings coming up here late in October, October 25th. The MACD is crossing up at a significantly low level. The RSI is at 34. Chips have been in the news. If you want to play chips, the SOXL, which is the long semiconductor, um, this is a leveraged. Uh, semiconductor. It has not crossed up. I'm sorry, it has. You're in at $10.05. And the MACD hasn't crossed down. Um, so it's kind of been hovering there. The RSI is at 39. It's been in this no man's land on the low end for quite a while. So it, it doesn't quite have the, um, the, the kind of cachet that, hey, it's going to cover. But there's a gap up here between 13 and 14. So SOXL, I, I, I think it, it, when it turns healthy, you could make some money. I like it. If, if you don't think it's going long and you think it's going short, SOXS. Just play that one. Um, SOSX has been on a run. Um, you've been in this one. Uh, 3578 on August 5th. You're at 65. You've almost doubled your money on this one. So S-O-X-S is that one. Um, DraftKings. I personally own DraftKings. Um, D-K-N-G is the symbol with betting. Uh, this is a big one. It does not have the betting of like an MGM, which also had a cross-up. But you had a cross-up here. Um, uh, it doesn't give me a price because it's probably a cross-up today. It's $14.99. Down one percent today, but it did have a cross up. So I, I think a lot of these names that are, uh, even though the market is way up today, 
uh, and it is doing well. Mind you, the NASDAQ is up 1.09. The S&P is up 1.5%. The Dow is up a significant amount. Uh, a lot of these high um, multiple names, DraftKings, let's see. They are not making money. Mind you, it is a company that is not making money. Um, yeah, I can't even see. They're down 44%. They're 70%. Uh, uh, below their 52-week high, they're 53% above their 52-week low. Let's talk about the, the one that I wanted to talk about um, the most because it, it was almost perfect um, how I said, hey, hold on, don't get into Tesla, um, you know, even though you want to. I said 270, it kind of flattened out there. But I've been saying, hey, there's this gap here um, between 250 and 251, 255, uh, it's got to cover that. And it's got to go below that in order to be a quote unquote healthy stock. Well, they released their uh, Q3 deliveries and they missed. It was a record quarter. Make no mistake about it. It was a record quarter, um, but they missed. Elon says it's the way they delivered the cars. And that during the quarter, uh, the month end quarter long push, that um, customer service kind of slips. It's trading at 245. So it covered that gap. I want to say 233 to 240 is where you should buy it. That's probably, remember, I sold out um, at 750, I think, somewhere in that neighborhood. I sold out. Um, and it ran up to a thousand. I was completely wrong, but I took profits and never be ashamed to take profits. Um, that's what I did. And essentially I'm probably going to get back in. I'll take my half lot again and I'll get back in. It is down 7%. So if you wanted to, um, get short on this one, TSLQ is a bear on a daily. Uh, it is way up today from about 42 to 45, which is almost 10%, uh, probably the 7% that Tesla's down. It's close to 7%. But TSLQ is one. There's a couple of other um, that are leveraged too. Let's see. Um, Tesla short stock ETF. Uh, three times bull. Let's see. Uh, Direction levered ETFs. Um, and there's ProShares one too. Um, oh, that's an ad. Let's see. Um, we're gonna go back. Uh, do 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 do. Let's get new way to short Tesla with AXS Investments. Um, this is from July. TSLQ I think is the the one. Um, yeah, you can do your research on this one. There's some levered ETFs on this as well. Uh, but Tesla is down. Uh, it is in that territory. Mind you, it has not crossed up. I will probably wait for a positive sign. Remember, I'm on four-hour charts here. So I, I'm looking for a, a, a significant base of turnaround. The RSI is now down at 33. Um, I'm sorry, 25 this morning. It's at 25. The MACD is in free fall down. There is no reason to buy it today. Uh, you know, again, if you get it, it, I think 230 to 240 is probably your uh, purchase point. If you get it at 245, you know, would you be upset? I don't think so. I think this one 
in a, in you know a good market goes back up to 300 i just think tesla um you know his ai presentation they're doing the the tesla bot uh tesla texas gigafactory is opening up um they just delivered or manufactured the first 100,000 model y's in berlin i think that's a huge one too um there's too much going for this stock uh again i, I think they've gotten caught up in the multiple, I think some people are taking profits, and I think this is just one of those downturns that you take advantage of. That's my personal opinion. Um, there is another scan that I wanted to go over because it is one that, it's been crazy. Intel. Intel is one that just the technology sucks. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. The technology is horrible. It it doesn't it it's got a MACD cross up here, but again, you're you're losing. Fi- the algorithm does worse than the actual asset. The algorithm loses you sixty percent. The buying and holding the asset for a thousand candles loses you fifty percent. Their earnings are coming up October twentieth. Um, their ex dividend date. They do have a decent dividend on November fourth. Am I expecting anything except for bad news from these guys? No. Do I think that it could go back up to 30? Yes. Uh, in a healthy market, this one goes back up to 30. Uh, in an unhealthy market, I think you're looking at probably 20. So uh, let's look at Cleveland Cliffs because we, we talk about Cleveland Cliffs a lot. Um, it's up at 14. You're going to MACD cross up here at 1374. You're at 1442. Uh, the earnings are coming up October 20th. Uh, that 1374 was on September 28th, so it was, well, I was celebrating my dad's birthday last week, so I, I missed it, but I think I caught it. I don't know. Maybe I did bring it up, um, but that 1374, again, this is a, uh, during pre-pandemic, let's see what it was, pre-pandemic. Let's go back to a weekly, and we will look at March 2020, do, do, do. I can see the pandemic right here. Uh, this is a before the pandemic, a seven dollar stock. See, the pandemic essentially doubled it. Uh, simple as that. It does have, you know, a good amount of of way down, and and the trend, by the way, is down on this one. It is not up, but it is down. But I like it, you know, for 10% pops. I think you can play this one for 10% pops. Um, hit me up. I am sorry about YouTube Live today. But hit me up on Twitter. I will try and do something on YouTube Live right now just as an apology for my live thing and kind of go over some of the 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 the, uh, the the scans that I just did. So hit me up. Let me know what you think. Thanks, guys.